Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Hello, 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 hello. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm, as well as broadcasting on the beautiful Oregon coast. Shout out to Nehalem, Rockaway, Wheeler, Manzanita at one, at 91.7 FM on the coast. Text us if you're listening on the coast. We always love to know. <laughs> we hear our, our latest estimate is that there's one or two people <laughs> who are listening to this show on the coast. Prove me wrong. Um, okay. Uh, if you would like to text this show and oh, by the way, if the date on your calendar says November 9th, 2023, then you have joined into a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If, if your date is November 9th, 2023, then, then you and I are in the same date, time, space, continuum, and please text this show. There, there's, your default position is text the show. If you're kind of on the fence, then just send me a text, okay? No text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and ba- basketball. But if you send me a text, I promise I'll read it over the airwaves, okay? That is my covenant with you. So text us, 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Just tell me what you're up to tonight. It's a, it's a, sort of a rainy night cold rainy night in beautiful portland oregon november 9th 2023 and uh it is november so we might have to uh start playing um the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald that's our that's our tradition here on sex drugs and basketball it reminds me how long i've been doing this show because we've played that song at least three or four times and i mean this show has been on the air i believe for four or five years now um i'll find out the i I think it's five years actually um anyways uh we got a text that says the date on my calendar is thursday november 9th 2023 wow thursday november 9th 2023 (laughs) my how time passes uh and that, that same person texted just got home from work i'm eating taco bell right on right on taco bell eater um yeah i know the feeling <laughs> eating taco bell it tastes so good going down <laughs> um okay uh if you would like to text us any jokes we are always here for jokes, okay? Send your joke to 971-220-5979. Uh, always, always want to hear your latest jokes. I'm, I'm, I need some new jokes. I've heard some good ones over the, over the airwaves. And there, let me tell you what's coming up on the, we're on the air until 11 p.m. Uh, this is an adult themed show. So, um, be, be aware of that. Oh, and we have a guest, uh, Debbie Kirsch. Is coming. Um, did I say your name right? Davy Kirsch. 
Oh my God. I'm sorry that I said that wrong. Uh, Davy Kirsch. Uh, but isn't it spelt with a, an E? It's, it's spelled like Debbie. Okay, okay. So I can be forgiven a little bit. Um, she's a very funny comedian. She's coming on. Uh, I'm going to give her a mic uh, in uh, in the next segment. Um, so you can look forward to that. Um, and I believe she went to Burning Man, so we can continue our endless Burning Man discussions uh, on this show. And, um, okay, uh, Pizza Johnny texted in and said, I think... Uh, I think we've been doing the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald since 2017. Are you kidding me? Uh, okay. So that puts it at five. Is that f- five, six years? Six years, maybe. Um, okay. It makes it a tradition, basically. It really does. Uh, we will play it because it's November and it's kind of a rainy, cold night. Um, Davey, you can come. Do you want to sit down? Sure. Please have a seat. Um, uh, so uh, if you want to know, if you've never heard this show before um, and you'd like to know what you're listening to, we're, uh, I'm on the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge, a uh, beautiful bar in southeast Portland. And uh, there are some people here tonight um, uh, on, the, on the back porch. There's lots of people inside. Um, but uh, if you would like to come and say hello and you're anywhere uh, in the neighborhood, we're, uh, we're on southeast Foster and 55th. You never know who might stop by. The Slingshot Lounge. I feel like uh, we we usually get... Oh, we, I Actually, someone came up and said hello. Shelby, I don't know if you're listening, but she was in the bar and she said that she was listening to the show. I, I think she's over there, actually. <laughs> um, anyways, um, uh, uh, this text says, an adult-themed radio show, you say? Uh, I've been known to partake in diet root beers from time to time. <laughs> um is that an adult theme? Well, I what I I think maybe I didn't finish my thought because I saw Davy walk in, but um this I should say that this is uh we talk about adult topics on this show. Um we talk about sex and drugs and basketball and if you have young children who are uh listening or you don't like those topics, we're on till 11 p.m. just want to let you know what's going down here. Um but uh please Send us your texts, okay? Uh, if you have questions uh, for uh, our comedian guest, I'm, I'm sure she would love to answer them. Uh, I have some questions. I, what I saw Davey uh, perform at the Goodfoot Lounge, uh, and you were really funny, and so I'm really looking forward to talking to you. Um, basically, if you have any texts that you want to send, send them to 971-220-5979. I'm going to take a quick break so I can say, say hello to Davey in person. And, uh, and then when we come back, we'll do a segment with her. Um, I guess I, maybe I said we've done all this talking about playing the Edmund Fitzgerald. Maybe I should just bust into it because it, it is, it, it's, we, we've just, we've, we've broken the seal on the Edmund Fitzgerald song. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to play it. Um, because this is a tradition on this, uh, on this show and we always like to point out Pizza Johnny has a very funny bit about how it's all the cook's fault because he's complaining about everything and then he refuses to feed the crew uh like it just because the boats like it's he says it's too rough to feed you i mean you can't even make them a sandwich um okay uh anyways this is the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald uh and when we come back we'll have uh Davy Kirsch
Legend lives on from the Chippewa on down at the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed When the gales of November came early The ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well-seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? The wind and the wires made a tattletale sound Of November come stealing. The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait when the gales of November came slashing. When afternoon came, it was freezing rain in the face of a hurricane west wind.
superior scenes in the rooms of her ice water mansion. Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams. The islands and bays are for sportsmen. And farther below Lake Ontario takes in what Lake Erie can send her. The iron boats go as the mariners all know with the gales of November remembered. X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. Okay, hello, hello, hello. We are back live. If you're listening on November 9th, 2023, Welcome to a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball, the only radio show broadcast live from the back porch of the Slingshot Lounge in beautiful southeast Portland. Um, we are a live call-in, text-in show, mostly text-in sh- show tonight. Um, and as such, I, I, not only do I encourage you, I beg you to text me. Whatever you text, I will read over the airwaves, okay? And we have Davey Kirsch here, who is a very funny comedian. Um, and uh, we're going to have a conversation, and you can join it if you text 971-220-5979. Put that in your phone. You might not think you have anything to say right now, but you do later, probably. 
And then you and then and then you're gonna wish you had written down the number. So put it in your phone. Nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Okay, we're getting some text, so I'm gonna read them. Uh, Pizza Johnny, we were so we, that was uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That uh, Pizza Johnny, and I think he's right now that I think about it. That I think is the sixth time that we've played that song, and like as a as a as a um, as a tradition, sixth annual time. Um, we played it. We, the show's been on the air for six years. Um, okay. Anyways, he said, if bad weather is on the way, feed the crew early. This is in, in, uh, he's talking about the cook. Yeah, it's true. He, that was another mistake he made. They knew bad weather was on the way. So, um, and then, and then, uh, the old cook came on deck. He said, fellows, it's too rough <laughs> for fondue. <laughs> That's his joke. What do you, what the song, the line is, he said, fellows, it's too rough to feed you. Um, but it's like, there's another thing that the cook has another line in the song, which I can't quite remember. It's a beautiful song though. I'm, I, you know, you can't, you can't deny the, the amazing storytelling of that song. Um, okay. Uh, this looks like a new texter, uh, calling themselves Barnaby says, yeah, buddy. I like this. I like the start of it. Barnaby here enjoying the show and at home making a giant clothespin. Oh. Interesting. Oh, and then okay. So you're making a giant clothespin, and then he and then Barna, Barnaby writes, "Here's the joke." Okay, this is the joke that Barnaby writes. She thought it was a cute triangle, but I thought it was lacking depth and a little plain. <laughs> Sorry, might not be the best radio joke. Loving the show. <laughs> um. I'm just, I, I feel like, because I was reading it, I wasn't maybe paying attention to where the joke was going, so I'm not sure I got it. She thought it was a cute triangle, but I thought it was lacking depth and a little plain. Um, okay. I think it's a joke about female genitalia, I think. <laughs> um, okay, uh, but but I, I, I think I probably just didn't understand it. I, I appreciate the attempt at the joke, Barnaby, and maybe explain it to me. Like, there is that what it is? It was It's like a joke about art, talking about art. <laughs> I'm thick. I really am. I am. Uh, um, keep texting, please, Barnaby. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, Arthur, this is... Uh, this is Strawberry. Oh, Strawberry. Good to hear from you, Strawberry. Just wanted to check in and talk about the horror movies from last week. Barbarian, Mandy, The Witch. Oh, hell yeah, do I want to talk about this. Um, I want to get Davey on, um, but let me just uh, let me just mention that I did watch Mandy on the, totally on the recommendation of you listeners. Have you seen Mandy, the movie Mandy? Here, let me turn on your mic. Let me just introduce Debbie, Davey. I don't know. Sorry, I keep saying Debbie. Uh, will you check your mic? Say it. Check. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want headphones? Sure. That way you can hear yourself. Um, all right. So, Davey. Hello. Um, you. Let me just t- introduce you to the audience. So, I uh, sometimes go to see uh, the, the comedy uh, showcase at the Goodfoot Lounge. Uh, my friend GT um, is uh, is one of the owners there. I, I mentioned that because GT said he was coming by tonight, um, and um, and so I. Anyways, I saw you that night, and I thought you were so funny 
that uh, I looked you up on Instagram and I was like, and I said, I would really like to have Davey come on this show. So I got in touch with you and that's, that's why you're here. Wow. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. And uh, shout out to the Slingshot Lounge. That's uh-huh. what this place is, right? Yes, it is. We're live from the Slingshot. Uh, they just delivered me a delicious bowl of soup. So, Oh, cool. Yes. The food is, is like quite good here. I, I say, you know, it's like it's a bar and it's not like fancy food, but it's quite good. I have low standards for bars, and this is, now this is raising the bar. Yeah. If you put it on the standards of bar food, I think it it's like, like, is like at knocking it out of the park. Um, okay, so Davey, and then you're I I don't even know. I mean, how often do you perform around Portland? Well, I moved here from the Bay Area like a little over a year ago, and uh, so far I don't know. I started doing open mics and kind of you know got to know everyone so i get booked pretty regularly uh-huh sometimes i get booked more than other times uh lately it's been pretty few and far between but <laughs> hey if anyone's listening who books comedy shows you should book me um well i really did think you were funny and i thought you spoke in funny ways about topics that are of interest to people who listen to this show namely sex and drugs um i don't know if you made any basketball jokes um but are you are you are you a basketball fan at all? No, uh, so I'm an exotic dancer. <laughs> so I know just enough about sports to lie to men to get them to give me money, right? By uh, making by feigning interest in what <laughs> they're talking about. So and and w- so let me just we were talking during the break. So uh, where where have you just come from? Um, I just came from work. I'm not sure if I want to totally dox where I <laughs> okay, work, okay. but I work at a strip club uh-huh. and I, I'm fresh off the pole. I came straight from work here, still s- just <laughs> reeking of vanilla. <laughs> that was the line I liked when you said you're fresh off the pole. I have to say you're not the first guest we've had come in fresh off the pole. Uh, but really? we love, yeah, we have, uh, do you know Viva Las Vegas? She dances at Mary's. No, but uh, that's a great name. I know, isn't a good she name? sounds legendary. I love how strippers in Portland are like mini celebs, mini yes, celebrities. It's true. It's true. I'm not quite at that status, to be honest. I work uh-huh. at a club, not like downtown. I, I prefer the outskirts in uh-huh. the suburbs where people have jobs. <laughs> it's tough working at a club where people are just wandering in off the street on like a pub crawl. Right, they give right. you like some sweaty, like crusty ass one dollar bill. It's been sitting under <laughs> their nut sack. Well, um, yes, I, wa- I actually I I want to talk about uh, Portland strip clubs. That's always an interesting topic. Um, and I also want to I want to talk about um, I want to talk about the first. Let me answer a question that it w- I was some a, a listener had texted about. Um, have you seen the movie Mandy? No. What is it about? Okay. Um, let me just go on a little tangent uh, quickly, and I want to talk about Mandy. We can maybe talk about Mandy more in the second hour because I could honestly talk about this movie for an, like an hour straight. They, so they were listening. They we were. Um, this was before Halloween was the last the last time I did a live show. That's weird. Yeah, it was somehow, and uh, and I was asking for recommendations for horror movies, and the. The listeners had, and I, and one movie that I really love is Midsommar. Do you know Midsommar? I've seen Midsommar. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I was like, I want to see a movie like that. That's kind of like a mind F, like, like psychedelic horror movie. And mm-hmm. this was the movie they recommended. And it, it was so weird. 
It, I, I will say it was not nearly as good as Midsommar, and there were times when I was watching it when I thought it was a joke. Like I was like, "Is this really like? Is it real? Is it is it really like what are, what is going on in this movie?" Because it was so weird. But Nicolas Cage is in it, and the next day I was filled with all these spooky images, and it was very psychedelic and weird. And I'm really glad I watched it. Um, so I, uh, but I, but. Since since Davey hasn't seen it, let me let's let's. If anyone wants to ask me questions about Mandy, I could talk about it quite a bit. But it's really weird, and I thank you for the recommendation. <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'll give it a watch. Um, so apparently, that joke that I read uh, was a math joke. This is what uh, Denver Dan texted and it said: "It's a math joke, jackass." That is how that is how dumb I am. I re- I still don't. Someone someone explain that. Did you hear me reading that joke? I did not. Please recite the joke. I need it, to know it, it. It had something to do with math. I'm not sure I can find it now because the texter has um, hmm. Barnaby. Uh, okay. I'll fi- I'll fi- I'll I'll have to re- I'll find it. Someone texted it in and I can't find it now. Um, okay. Uh. Uh, some of this is another joke. Someone, someone said, "Your mama so slow. She took nine months to make a joke." <laughs> Pretty good. Dang. Damn. That um, is. <laughs> I'm offended. I can't believe you'd talk about my mama like that. <laughs> people. So I, I often ask people to text jokes in, and they, they're, you know, of varying degrees. Of, but I've heard some good ones. We've had some good jokes texted this way. Okay, this is a text. Um. This is either Jules or Triple D. I can't. I, I can't. I'm Wait, like, really quick. Did somebody uh-huh. text crowd groans right when I got on the broadcast? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, no. The so crowd rude. groans is no, not <laughs> there. So he, the thing about these texts you have to, is they're 30 seconds behind. So they're, it's always like it always takes me a minute to figure out what someone's texting about. Okay. But this is the per- this is the t- this per- is the person who sent the joke. Let me read it, and then apparently it was a math joke, and it shows how how poor my understanding of math is that I thought it was like a sex joke. Uh, it's she thought it was a cute triangle, but I thought it was lacking depth and a little plain. So it's some kind of pun. Is it like a vagina? Is that well, see, that's what I thought. It's triangular. No, apparently it's a joke about it's like a geometry joke or something. All right, this is a sex broadcast. <laughs> Come on, we don't talk. Um. So this person said that. Then the person who said it said, "Sorry, plain like plain geometry, like I said." And then the crowd groan. So the crowd groaning was that the joke. I even think if you understand the joke, it's kind of like a dad joke that isn't. Like, you know, it's yeah. funny, but it's like, it's not a laugh out I loud. I didn't go to college <laughs> and I forgot everything from high school because I smoked a lot of weed. So <laughs> I remember zero. I might as well have just not gone because I remember nothing. Did, did, well, so you, let me, let's go back now that I've gotten some of these texts. And if you have any questions for, um, uh, Oh wait, this is this is someone texting in a question for for you. So let me. It says or it says, "Hey Arthur, hey Davy, um, hey everyone." Uh, tater tots. Oh, is this tater tots is texting? Sorry, tater tots are on sale this week for one ninety nine. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I was given an air fryer last Christmas, but I returned it because I didn't believe the hype. My kid will not let it go. I really liked the face morph scene in Mandy. <laughs> um, 
Good, good. Uh, lots of good information. Yeah, the faces morphing. Oh, there's there's GT right there. Uh, the faces morphing um, was was really weird. There were several scenes where faces morphed. If I if I am correct, let me just tell you. Like, I'll try to tell you the plot of Mandy really quickly. Okay. All right. Let's because hear it. some parts of it were. It sort of felt like it was conceived by someone who wasn't who was from a foreign country um and and was and was taking a lot of psychedelics that was what i was thinking because but it's about nick cage and his girlfriend live in the woods like in oregon or something like some woodsy town mm. and then um the and there's also like this hippie death cult that lives down the road and apparently they'd never seen each other until this one day the van drives by and sees nick cage's wife she's walking down and it's the music's super spooky and then the head of the cult says, I want, I need to have that woman. So the cult people, uh, and then they, they get in contact with these strange, like slimy creatures that live in the forest and they go take the wife and the wife laughs at the cult leader. She thinks that he's kind of like a loser because he tries to seduce her and he gets so mad that he burns her alive in front of Nick Cage and then Nick Cage goes on like a murder rampage and kills everyone <laughs> dang this is a very deep cut i've never heard of this movie it's, i think the only way the movie was made was because Nick Cage said that he would do it and then it yeah, was like Nick anyways. Cage was just doing anything these days but it it had it was very psychedelic okay um, um, all right. I'll go home and watch it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that I, I just, I had to discuss this because people were talking about it. But let, so how did you first decide to become a comedian, Davey? Um, I've always wanted to be a comedian since I was a little kid. I, I kind of, I was a weird kid. I didn't listen to music. Uh huh. Um, I, I just didn't, it didn't sound good to my ear holes really as much as comedy. I just really enjoyed listening to comedy. <laughs> I would listen to the comedy uh, channel on like Sirius XM. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And my mom's a big comedy fan. And yeah, I mean, I was always just like a weird kid. Nobody liked it, me until I learned how to be funny. So I think that's a story with many comedians. It's so, a weird social skill we develop that <laughs> is also an art form. It's really, a, it's very hard to do. I mean, everybody, the idea of getting up and doing like, you know, did you first go to open mics, I would guess? Yeah, I, I started in San Francisco in 2019, like uh-huh. the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people don't know where to start when they're doing comedy. Right. So many people choose to take a comedy class. Uh, I don't want to like bash anyone with a comedy class. I think it can be fun, but it is not necessary. You can just start going to open mics. That is uh-huh. really the way that you're going to learn. Just write down some things that you think are funny and they're probably not that good. And you go <laughs> perform them in front of audiences and you bomb and bomb until eventually you get a couple chuckles uh-huh. and then you kind of learn how to keep being funny. Well, I thought you were very funny. Like the, I really recommend the Laugh Basement. I believe it's called. It's a showcase on Monday nights at the at the Good Foot, and there's usually like five comedians. And you you were there was something about your. I mean, you were very like, uh, you yeah you you kind of no holds barred. Like you were you were very funny, and like you had the audience laughing. Like do you, do you are do you go on tour and, and do comedy at all? Um, 
I, I'm kind of a uh, West Coast uh-huh. style comedian right now. I'll do like Oregon, Washington, California. If anyone wants to book me for any other state, be my guest. You can, you know, message me. What's a, what's the Portland comedy scene like? Like, are you like, could you be going doing open mics and stuff any night of the week if you wanted to? Or like yeah, what? yeah. It's people in Portland are so nice. I feel like a, I feel like kind of a. I don't know, piece of crap sometimes next to these people. They're so nice. <laughs> they're really nice. It's a very welcoming scene. Other comedy scenes, they're very clicky. Uh-huh. You know, people don't want you to like hang out with them or they'll exclude you from parties. People in Portland are real nice, real inclusive. Um, I hope to be more like them someday. <laughs> well, I thought you had, I thought part of what in your, your set that you did that when you being a, the fact that you're a stripper, I thought you were you did a, you had like a lot of good material about that, um, and I think part of it is just like it's a I don't know I I, I just think Portland strippers have like a very unique life and um, like do you find do you find you get a lot of material from dancing? Oh yeah, I mean honestly, if I when I retire from dancing, I'm gonna have to spice up my life in some other way because I don't know where else I'm gonna get source material. Uh-huh. Um, I truly meet like every different style of guy that there is in the club especially i knew portland strip clubs were special when uh i I started working at my current club and i met a dude it was a pair of best friends Uh one of them was kind of a schlubby guy in a bernie sanders Mm t-shirt and then his best friend was this jacked guy wearing an Infowars hat and they had been like childhood best friends and they i'm like did somebody hire these guys just to come in and make me happy like (laughs) this can't be a real (laughs) group of people Uh who like each other yeah yeah it's just really yeah it's a special place so do you what do you have why is it that that i often hear the statistic that portland has more strip clubs per capita than any other city in america do you have an opinion as to why that is uh well i know that uh the first time I heard that, it was my ex-boyfriend who cheated on me constantly would always say that. <laughs> uh-huh. And we lived in California. I'm like, why Why do you keep telling me this statistic? Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Not to get into, like, business talk, but a lot of cities have zoning laws uh-huh. um, where you cannot have a strip club in a lot of parts of the city. That's why you'll see certain cities like San Francisco, for example, all the strip clubs are on one street, basically. Uh And normally there's uh, like a cabaret license you need. It's like a liquor license, but even harder to come by. Uh And a city will have a finite amount and like people don't like to sell them. That's why most cities they'll only have a handful of clubs and they'll never open any new clubs. But I have a feeling, and I don't know this for a fact, but I think Oregon, you don't need that kind of license or maybe they issue new ones. And I think it's just there's very lax laws when it comes to exotic dance and like sex work in general, which uh-huh. is why there's so many clubs. That is my guess. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, all right. Let me go to – that's a good answer. Uh, I, I think th- I think you're right. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is Electromagnetic sent, sent uh, this text in. Uh, did you guys hear the one about the jump rope? 
Never mind. Skip it. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, that wow. was good. I like that one. Not God, bad. I'm going to have to. Ooh, I have one. Can I say yeah, one? Yeah. Any? This is one. I wish I wrote this one. I didn't. I, I heard it from someone, but it's my only go to. Uh, what is the difference between a chickpea and a lentil? <laughs> I wouldn't pay 20 bucks to have a lentil on my face. <laughs> Uh, I like that. Um, uh, that's funny. Thank I wouldn't you. pay twenty. <laughs> um, uh, okay, uh, this is someone said. Uh, Arthur, take your mask off. Halloween is over. <laughs> is that? Is there I a like, video uh, broadcast? No, there, yeah, there's a, this is live streaming. I didn't tell you. No, there's. I don't know. This person is just saying. I like that joke. I actually like that joke. Yeah, that one's, there's some version where it's like, uh, you, you do it before Halloween, where it's like, Halloween's not until, anyways, that's, oh, cause they're just, good, they're calling you ugly. Yeah, you're God, just saying, that's like, so mean, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. J texts in and says, Dr. J tuning in, headed to Slingshot with Miss Rosie Cheeks. Okay, Dr. J, we'll see you later. Is that another Portland stripper, Rosie Cheeks? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't know if she's a dancer, but we'll find out. Uh, okay. Um, this is, uh, um, this is, uh, Denver Dan, who was the one that told me <laughs> it's a math joke, jackass. Um, uh, he, and then he explained, this is the triangle joke that neither, I don't feel so bad because Davey was like, didn't understand it either. So, uh, and she seems smart, even oh, though no. she claims not to have gone to college. I went to community college. <laughs> I check off some college on surveys. Some college. Yeah. I did. I I went to college, but I stopped taking math. Like, you know, I never took math in college. We're beautiful, right-brained people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, t- I say that to my kids. I have two daughters in high school, and I tell them, you know, find the, like, I, I really believe that. Like, if... There, not that math is useless, but once you've done, if you don't think you're going to be a mathematician, um, just stop taking it yeah. as soon as you've just fulfilled your, your be an artist, be poor. It's okay. <laughs> it's noble. No, but it's like find the stuff that you're interested in taking, you know? Yeah. The, um, uh, anyways, uh, this is what Denver Dan says. Uh, the X-rated gay porn nature of, oh, this is not, has nothing to do with the joke. Uh, the X-rated gay porn nature of wreck of Edmonds Fitzgerald. <laughs> I forgot about that. Denver Dan, do you know the song The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? I don't. Are you going to sing it for me? <laughs> it's like we played it. We are it's this tradition we played on this show um every uh every every year in November cuz it takes place in November. Um but then Denver Dan changed it. Chain he he like created a, a gay porn <laughs> movie called The Wreck of Edmunds Fitzgerald, Edmunds Fitzgerald, which doesn't really know. make sense. Well, I mean, I guess if you're wrecking, like, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> wrecking his anatomy. Yeah. Um, and then he says, I mean, fellas, it's too rough to feed you and 29 men in Ontario way. Well, yeah. So he's, he's saying, one? <laughs> these are just lines from uh, the, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Anyways, uh, and then he's explaining the triangle joke is an acute triangle on a flat plane. I don't, I see, I, these jo- these geometry jokes are going right over my head. Um, okay, uh, Pizza Johnny says, um, I have good news for tater tot. Farmers in the Pacific Northwest grew too, grew too many potatoes 
and potatoes are going to be dirt cheap this year. It's raining tots. Okay. Hallelujah. Good to know. Uh, oh, uh, this is, um, uh, oh, this is strawberry. Okay. And says, I'm so happy. Which strawberry? Were you the one that recommended Mandy? I really am glad I saw it. It was such a trippy movie. Uh, and strawberry writes, I'm so happy you saw Mandy. I have a question for Davey. Uh, can you recommend any strip clubs for queers and people with different body types to both work at as well as go to? It's then it's probably stupid, but I'd love to spend money where people like me work, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, I mean, I'm kind of new in town. I don't get out a lot, but I have kind of stumbled upon some queer strip environments. I think on Tuesdays, it might not be every Tuesday, but... On some Tuesdays at Dante's Inferno, uh-huh. they have like an emo queer stripper night called uh-huh. the Wasted Youth, and I am a queer former emo who will always be emo at heart. So if you want to uh-huh. see like all genders of strippers twerking to like Paramore, <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? You should check that out. And then also, I think on Tuesdays as well. The Kit Kat Club has a queer night um, with all genders. Uh-huh. So, yeah. The Kit Kat Club. You know, I've never, I've seen that place. I've always thought that looks yeah. like a cool place. Right downtown. And then I know there's like the Stag, which are more targeted towards like, it's like, you know, guy, uh-huh. guys, yeah. male, masculine right. presenting strippers. But yeah, if that answers your question, I'm sure there's more that I just have not discovered, but that's what I know. Those are good answers. Good answers. Um, if any listeners have any suggestions for uh, Strawberry, that's a good question, though. Thanks for thanks for elevating the conversation. Yeah, no problem. That good. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then for Arthur, I saw the Holy Mountain this last week, and boy, is that a effing wild movie. If you saw a racer head, it's about three times weirder and unhinged than that. Um, I haven't seen the Holy Mountain. Maybe now that's the next one I have to see. I'm always interested in like trippy, druggy movies, but let me say I, they need to have a good plot. I don't want to just see like trippy BS, you know, like I wasn't a big fan of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the movie. Love the book, but the movie didn't, I didn't feel like had enough of a plot to it. Um, Anyways, uh, Davey, this is this, this, uh, question, this texter asked, Davey, where can we see you do comedy? Please follow me on Instagram. It is at Davey Kirsch, D-E-V-I-K-I-R-S-C-H. Uh-huh. I post all my shows on my Instagram. My, the, the show that I'm thinking of that is coming up is the Hood River show. So if you live in Hood River. Cool. I have a show, and uh, I forgot what day it is and where it is, but I'm <laughs> posting it on my Instagram. Go to go to Davy's Instagram yeah. and be aware that I mispronounced Davy's name as Devi because that is how it's spelled. It's spelled D E V I, like Devi. But yeah, also follow the Hood River Show on Instagram. Yeah. So hey, and by the way, GT is here. He's sitting at the table. Uh, GT, did you know that I met Davy? Or actually, I didn't meet you. I just I saw you, and then gotten stalked you on instagram so you'd come uh but did you know i saw her at perform at uh goodfoot that's that's why you look familiar hey that's, there hi yeah is that your that's your bar that's is my that, bar yeah cool. i don't do the i don't host the night that's that's hewitt 
mm-hmm. but we we you guys use the room he uses the room and it ends up being a really cool room and it's a great it's a uh for the night it's pretty cool it's yeah. nice yeah. basement vibe it's one of my favorite shows in Portland, honestly. Best audiences. you got to check it out. It's every Monday. Every Monday. Correct. Every Monday in the Goodfoot mm-hmm. basement, which is usually like full of sweaty hippies dancing around to jam music. Which Very, is also awesome. Yeah, this is also an awesome space for that. But Comedy's better underground. <laughs> You're closer to hell. I, that's not my joke, but I, it's true. It's It makes sense. It, it really is. There, it's a good vibe for a comedy club. It sort of has low ceilings and it... It just creates the right space for laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, then this, uh, just to keep going with Strawberry's text, uh, Davey, what is the best way to engage with strippers if you aren't trying to spend your money at once? Oh, spend all your money at once? Ooh, that's a good question. Sit at the stage. Because uh-huh. when you're sitting at the rack, uh, the dancers walking around like trying to hustle you and get dances are not allowed to talk to you if you're sitting at the rack. The only dancer who's allowed to interact with you is the one on stage. So uh-huh. then if you brought say you brought a hundred bucks, you want to throw like ten bucks at each dancer. Uh-huh. No one's gonna come up and like harass you to get lap dances if you're at the rack. So I would say that and also if you are not at the rack when the dancer walks up to you, just right away be like, hey, not trying to get dances. I'm happy to tip you on the stage. That's just my vibe. And if they're a dancer like me, I really, really appreciate that because then I can be like, thank you for telling me. Some dancers, uh-huh. they're having a bad night. They'll be like, you shouldn't be here if you're not willing to give me $100. Just disregard <laughs> them, seriously. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I would say just be honest. And if you're there just to tip on the stage, sit at the stage as much as possible. That's some good, that's some solid advice right there. Um, okay, uh, then continuing, uh, let me see. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the, this, uh, the, if you've texted, by the way, we've gotten a whole bunch of texts and I just want to say, like, if I haven't gotten to your text, I will get to it. And if for some reason you think I missed it, send it again because, um, the, it, we, they kind of roll in in a strange order. Um, Okay, Davey, what are some weird instances you can recall from both comedy and stripping? Oh, my God. That is – there's so much. There's so much. Definitely, I would say I have more normal interactions in comedy. People Uh will be like, hey, thank you. I wish that people would talk to me in stripping the way they talk to me in comedy. People Uh in comedy are like, hey, great job tonight. It would be nice (laughs) if I walked, you know, I'm like naked walking off the stage at the club. And they're like, nice job. Really enjoyed the show. Thank you so much. But that's (laughs) not, yeah, like when you're naked, like everything, all courtesies go out the window. Um, God, I don't know. I, I don't know what I can say on this public broadcast, but, uh, I would just say this week, I had a dude, most annoying man in the world I met, uh-huh. and he just would not stop asking me to go home with him, and it, it went a little something like this. He's like, hey, uh, I'm attracted to you. Uh, you should come home with me. And I'm like, no. He's like, why not? 
why not? Do you think I'm ugly? Do you think I'm ugly? <laughs> and I'm like, no, you're not ugly. I just don't want to. He's like, oh, that hurts my feelings, but why not? And then I'd continue. He was giving me money, so I had to kind of like go along with it. Uh-huh. Like, no, oh, I think you're good. He's like, what? Am I not your type? Am I not your type? You're my type. <laughs> he's like, why aren't you coming home with me? I'm like, because I just, it's not a good day for me. I don't want to. Uh-huh. And he'd be like, oh, but he's like, but why? Why? And then eventually I'm like, you're the most annoying person I've ever met in my life. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and I think you get laid a lot more if you just wouldn't if speak you- or talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. See, there you go. It, I mean, it, it's very interesting for those. If there's any guys listening, I know we have guys who listen to this show. It's always good to hear the 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 per, from the perspective of the dancer. Yeah, and also one more thing. Just in the past week, I'm airing my grievances. Everyone, are you ready? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I meet millionaires sometimes in in Oregon, but it's a special kind of millionaire. It's a guy who is so cheap that they saved a million dollars. <laughs> like they, <laughs> so they're uh-huh. still cheap, but they'll tell you like, this is how much money I have. And I believe uh-huh. them because they're so cheap. I'm like, you just didn't, you lived very like frugally uh-huh. and now you have this. Wow. But a guy, he was trying to proposition me to come home with him. And he said, I will give you $150 cash to come. I'm like, no. I'm like, what? And I'm like, and by the way, nobody would take that offer. That's not very much money. He's like, it's not I'm like, no. He's like, well, back in my day, people would have, like, taken the offer. I'm like, well, how much was your rent back in your day? Because, <laughs> anyway, That's, shout out to that guy, too. Yeah. I sort of admire someone who, when you say they're so cheap, they saved a million dollars. Um, <laughs> Me too. I mean, I mean that's <laughs> anything's possible. Maybe yeah. it really is millennials with the avocado toast. Yeah, that guy d- never uh-huh. has tasted avocado <laughs> on bread in his life, and look at where he's at. <laughs> um, okay, um, let's see. Let's get. Um, this is someone texted it and said, uh, "When you whiz, do you sometimes get a sense of Khalifa? Get a scent of? I think you meant to say scent of Khalifa." <laughs> is that for the, everybody on the panel <laughs> yeah. right now? When you whiz, do you sometimes get a scent of Khalifa? Like smelling... Uh, is Khalifa like weed? Is that what... Is do that? you know who Wiz Khalifa is? Oh, I see. It's yeah. a joke. I No, see, I totally went under yeah. over my head there. Did you get that? You got I, that I joke. got... Because I, I am in the 2010s. I was uh-huh. coming of age and... Wiz Khalifa. What's up, Dr. J? I, I know who Wiz Khalifa is. I think that's okay. funny. He kind of disappeared from like the zeitgeist. Yeah, but I do. I do. I you know I know who Wiz Khalifa is too. But I just wasn't <laughs> didn't didn't quite catch it. Um. Okay. Okay. Throwback. Throwback. That's a good one. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Shout out to my younger millennials. We all know. Uh-huh. We all got that. Um. Okay. Uh. This is uh from electromagnetic. Uh. Sure. Yes. Thank you. Um. Here's a really bad exotic dancer joke for our guest. What kind of bee makes milk? <laughs> a uh, boob. A boo bee. <laughs> so is that like a spooky Halloween bee? Yeah. Is that it's <laughs> a like, listen? Boobie. Listen, that would have been a lot funnier last week. <laughs> no, I liked it. Um, okay, thanks for the thanks for the joke. Um, we're, there's still room. There's still room for for good jokes to come in and win best joke of the show tonight. I feel like the b- the bar hasn't been set that high. <laughs> yeah. that high. Um, I appreciate you guys. A lot of you 
are not like referencing joke books. You're making yeah. it up. I can tell. Yeah. That this is like coming from your heart. It's coming from your mind. So good we, job. we've had, uh, uh, this is, um, I'm trying to think of some of the best jokes that I've, I've heard told on this, on this show. There was, here's a joke that someone sent in. It's like slightly awkward to say, but, um, what's the difference between, <laughs> between a boner and a Camaro? What? I don't, <laughs> I don't have a Camaro. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't actually have a boner either, but I just I li- I've heard that's that. Joke. <laughs> I've heard a similar one. It's I hate dead baby jokes. I think they're not good. Uh-huh. Okay, but it was like what? What's the difference between a Camaro and a pile of dead babies? I don't have a Camaro sitting <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> it's stupid, oh, oh. stupid, stupid. Ouch. Yeah, see? <laughs> I guess that, I don't know why it's always a Camaro that is in that, that joke. Um, okay, uh, this is, um, wait, uh, this is another original from Chris Martin. The detectives needed solid, uh, wait, Chris Martin? Is that the texter? Um, anyways, the detectives needed solid, Solid forensic evidence. Another aquarium murder and nothing but damp seaweed obscured footprints until a solid print from a single phalanges and they cried Jacques toe. See, this is another <laughs> instance where I'm not smart or cultured enough to understand like anything about this. this I, I just know. <laughs> I think what's funny about this uh, I'm glad that you're here, Davey, because I would just be like, am I the, am I yeah. the one who d- is? Sorry, I wasn't in the like uh-huh. Harvard improv <laughs> pavilion or whatever it's called. Like Chris, I don't know what Chris Martin's background uh, was, but he was a highbrow guy. I'm lowbrow. This is, these More are high- pee-pee poo-poo jokes. Let me read it again to see if I can even understand where the joke's coming <laughs> yeah. from. The detectives needed solid forensic evidence. Another aquarium murder and nothing but damp seaweed obscured footprints until a solid print from a single phalanges. And they cried, Jack Hughes. Oh my God. Get over yourself, Steve Martin. Who's Chris (laughs) Martin? I'm thinking Steve Martin. Martin. Who's Chris Martin? This is why no one knows who Chris Martin is, because in (laughs) jokes like this. Well, anyways, then then the the texture says sorry to slow down the show no you didn't slow it <laughs> down i'm i'm fascinated by the this joke. is the best joke out. of the night because i it made me laugh but not for the reason that it wanted to make me laugh well denver dan denver dan i think does understand math and maybe un, maybe you understood that joke denver dan that, that was more like a french uh, that must that might as well have been french all joke. in french yeah it was I, a french joke <laughs> Yeah. Uh, school notice. Uh, skip math. Uh, this is what Denver Dan texted. School notice. Skip math. You can always host a free radio show from a bar for six years. For six years. It's true. If you want, if you too can host a, a show on X-Ray FM, if you skip math. Yeah. You could either <laughs> build bridges for cities and make like six figures or, you know, be happy or, and free with your thoughts. Or do a radio show mm-hmm. on X-Ray FM. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, question for, uh, Debbie, Davey. I see it, it just, when I read it, it says Debbie. Sorry. It's que- okay. Question for Davey. What advice slash wisdom can you impart for dealing with hecklers? Ooh, that's a good question. Good question. Um, 
Um, I would say, okay, I am actually not the best at dealing with hecklers. Sometimes I have a great time dealing with hecklers. When the heckler is being mean to me, then all now we're in a confrontation and I can like publicly humiliate them. But sometimes there's a thing where people will positivity heckle me and they'll be like, you go girl. Yeah. Then I like completely will just bomb the rest of the show because I don't know how to handle it. You need to ask somebody else. I, I honestly, if anyone has any advice, if there's any comedians listening, please write in. I need the advice. I think the best thing you can do is just not take it personally. Do not take it to heart. Pretend like you don't care, even though it is hurting your feelings a lot. Like just, just become a sociopath when you're on stage and do not let what anyone says, do not let interrupting bring you down. And when you're interrupted, you need to just keep going. Move on to another joke. Don't even. I think if I could give I mean, any advice, some, sometimes it's funny when comedians like, yeah, like take down a heckler. Try to do some banter with them. Don't be like, oh, please, you ruined my joke, and then try to finish the joke. Now your new task, forget the joke. Your new task is to interact with the heckler until they're so embarrassed that they cannot speak anymore, and then move on to the next joke. <laughs> That's my advice. See, if I was doing stand-up comedy, I feel I, I would almost be grateful if a heck I don't know. I see. I, I find it so. I think it would be so hard. Like the idea of getting up in front of an audience. What's a standard when you do a, a open mic? What's a standard time limit? Is it three minutes? Three to five minutes. Like just the average person. That's like. Like to be able to stand up for three to five minutes and tell jokes in front of a, an audience, like that is very, very hard to do. Like, and, and, and not just feel incredibly awkward and like you want to run off stage and hide. Well, the thing about open mics as compared to real shows where you actually have to do your like tried and true material, maybe a couple new things, but you're supposed to do good because people paid to come see you. Uh-huh. Open mics, it doesn't matter. You can matter. You can literally bomb, and it does not matter. I've seen really good comedians bomb because they're trying out their new material, and usually you're at some, like, dumpy bar where no one cares and no one's listening. Uh So you might as well just say the things that you would never say. Just just test it out. See how disgusting you can be. (laughs) See how Good advice. Good advice from Davey Kirsch. Yeah. (laughs) See how disgusting you can be. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, there you go. Good Good. Um, okay. Uh, this is. Uh, oh, this is a picture from. It's. It says Slingshots Lounge loves anal, because it's a. Uh, there. I guess there's a a picture in the uh, in the bathroom that says. Of. Uh, I mean, there's graffiti. This is a picture of graffiti in the bathroom that says "I love butt sex." Beautiful artwork. Beautiful. Beautiful. I think that is in the in the. Um, it says I heart doc- butt sex Dr. and it looks J- like a little Dr. butt. Dr. J is really laughing. At that. <laughs> Took me a while to explain what that text was. Is that your text? No. Oh yeah, it's true. It's a famous. It's a famous uh, piece of graffiti at the Slingshot Lounge. Come <laughs> here and you can read the the profane graffiti on the and the and the bathroom walls of the Slingshot Lounge. Um, <laughs> Okay, Chiba hit Chiba Hut texting. Good to hear from you, Chiba. Uh, Chiba Hut here. I'd like to encourage you to turn off your to oh sorry to turn 
I would sorry, I don't know where I'm getting that word from. I'd like to encourage you and your listeners to join us at Turn 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 on Monday night to catch Octo Pupo. Octo Pupo? Uh he's an amazing multimedia post hardcore one man band. I've never seen anything else like him. Also, Turn 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 is closing soon. So that's another reason to go out Monday night. Hope to no. see you there. There's an open mic at Turn, 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 and they have great burrito bowls and hot tea. So this yeah. is devastating news for me. You got to go support Turn, Turn, Turn and their final uh, final gas. I, I'm sorry air. that that place is closing. I, t- I too, like that bar. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- I've only been there once, though. Uh um, well, I, I'm gonna say, Chiba Hut, um, one, we always like to play music from bands that are playing in town this week. Maybe I'll use that as a excuse to take a break and, um, and, uh, and play music from a band that's playing in town this week. Oh, first let me say, uh, uh, you are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Get the app. You can you can stream it via the app on your phone. Also, shout out to the coast people in Manzanita, Wheeler, Rockaway, Nehalem. Uh, we are broadcasting out there at ninety one point seven. So far, I don't know if anyone on the coast is actually listening. Uh, but if you are on the coast and you're listening, send us a text nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. We have a deep trove of texts that have come in but i want to take a quick break so please if you texted us i promise we'll get um we'll get to your text Uh, let me read one more because it looks like it's a joke uh it says how do you know you're at a gay picnic oh (laughs) i don't know if i can read that one (laughs) (laughs) let's just say all the hot dogs taste like something that you can guess in your mind um yeah Guess Somehow the image just seems a little profane to me. Um, anyways, uh, I laughed. Yeah, you made Davy laugh. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, n- uh, let me read another one. Norris joke. Since 1940, 40, the year Chuck Norris was born, roundhouse kick related deaths have increased 13,000%. Oh, I love that. And you know, what? I wrote a couple Chuck Norris jokes recently, but I can't tell them on the broadcast. DM uh-huh. me, uh, Davy Kirsch. Uh huh. At Davy Kirsch, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. okay. So yeah, follow Davy Kirsch. We've been talking to Davy Kirsch. Um, we're gonna take a break because now it's ten o'clock. Um, and we'll see if Davy wants to stick around and I'll talk st- to us. I'll stick around. Okay, she will. Um, and we have Dr. J and Rosy Cheeks. Is that is that <laughs> uh, Rosy Cheeks and GT are all here? So um, we're gonna take a little break. And Chiba Hut, I was gonna say Monday night, I I would be tempted to go to the Octo. Octo something uh, one man band but uh, I am very excited because I'm going to see uh, Liz Fair is playing in town uh, Monday night and uh, so we're going to play some Liz Fair because love me some Liz Fair uh, she's doing that she's doing the whole album of that her first album which I can't remember what it was called but oh Exile and Guy Exile and Guyville um, and so uh this is from that that uh, that amazing album. Uh, it's F and Run.
hello. We are back. This is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball, broadcasting on the date of November 9th, 2023. If that is the date on your calendar, this is a live broadcast. And thank you to everyone who has texted us. Um, we are going to get to your texts, and I apologize for being a little slow. Um, what happens, what I, what, I don't know if I can explain this to make sense, but if you send a text and then I, I haven't gotten to it and then you send another text, it sends you to the back of the line in the text. Um, so I, so I apologize if you sent multiple texts and I haven't read them yet. It's not cause I didn't, like, I didn't want to read them. It's just the way it works. It, it, it unfairly sends you all the way to the end of the line if you send a new text. So let me just read. Uh, this is, um, hey, Arthur, did you watch Bo is Afraid yet? No. Is that a, is that a movie? Uh, then the texter said, I, I really didn't like Midsommar at all, um, uh, but this is the same director. Oh, really? Bo is Afraid? Joaquin Phoenix recommended. Uh, Raining Tots. Oh, this is Tater Tots. So excited. And then Tater Todd is also recommending Pig, also recommending Under the Silver Lake. Haven't seen that. Let me... Uh, As uh, Nicolas Cage in there, too. Oh, really? Portland. Wait, which one? Under the Silver Lake? No, Pig. Pig? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I heard about Wait, that one. Has any, did you see Mandy? Do you know? I did see Mandy. I okay. want to say, I think the first see-through, I might have fell asleep. Uh huh. Um, it's it's kind of a slow movie, but, but, but it's like essentially a revenge uh, story, right? Yes, yes. Like uh, my my wife, like like avenging the death, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I had a one of my buddies did that as like their character storyline for a role playing game I was in, like a tabletop game I was in. That was like <laughs> okay. their their backstory. Essentially, was Mandy. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, um. Yeah, we're always looking for sort of after someone, and then I, it's I like weird psychedelic movies. I really do. I just Holy Mountain, Holy Mountain. That's what someone was texting about. Uh, I what I was saying was, and I I will totally watch it. I what I I felt like I just want to make sure that the it actually has a plot. Like it, I sometimes I feel like movies get. They're like psychedelic and they're just weird and they don't make any sense. And I, I'm not sure. I I mean. This holy mouth like that. Neither of you have seen it, no? No. No, please. And then Rosy Cheeks hasn't seen it. Okay. Uh, I wonder if GT. I, I doubt GT's seen it, but, but maybe. It's, uh, I think, an Italian director, like something Jodorowsky, I want to say. I feel like I've heard about this movie. So it's, like, visually appealing, so that's where the psychedelic, like, people are like, I want to be on drugs and, like, watch this because it's beautiful to look at. But there's a plot for sure. When did it come out? I want to say this one was during the 70s. Oh, it came like, out a like while post, ago. Post, like, 60s okay. psychedelic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I think this author is known for, like, pretty, like, surrealist themes in portraying uh-huh. them in live action. Yeah. And not using, like, you know, film effects, but actually casting roles for it. Like, hundreds of people on a cast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, think, I think I've now, I've, now that I didn't realize it was Yeah, it was I've, such seen, I've seen the movie, movie a couple times on drugs. Okay. Um, let me just keep reading Tater Tots. Uh, and this is, I think, commenting, uh, to you, Davey. Uh, whenever strip clubs close down, I get super sad. I really like the idea of there being a strip club in the neighborhood. Um, I also appreciate the exterior aesthetic, dark painted plywood. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Okay. okay. Like a little barn, but with no windows. <laughs> just a silhouette photo uh-huh. of like a, you know, sexy lady. Okay. Um, I agree. Um, yeah. Um, and then this is, uh, Tater Tots also said, oh, this is sort of a joke, I think. I ended up reading about Weird Al Yankovic the other day. Apparently, he pitched a parody to Smashing Pumpkins for the Despite All My Rage song. But the lyrics were, despite my old age, I am still making minimum wage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Similar can, message as the original. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can never think of a joke, says Tater Tot. Um, and then Strawberry says, Jordan Jensen. Do you know the comedian Jordan oh, Jensen? Oh, yeah. I, I love Jordan Jensen. If anyone knows her, tell her I love her and to please notice me. Um, apparently, Jordan Jensen has a good one. Where the guy leaves to avoid the conflict after heckling. Wait, and then he comes back during another set and Jordan comes back on stage screaming, Oh, you thought I was done? And it's so good. She's a legend. Legend of crowd work and dealing with hecklers. Yeah, she's great. Watch her special. She has a special on YouTube, I think. Okay, that sounds funny. Um, I'm always looking for... it. The thing is, like, the, it, it's like there's so many comedians, but there's so... it's. It's like you want good comedians. A good comedian is always in demand. Yes. And if you guys need uh, some recommendations, Jordan Jensen, for sure. Mm -hmm. Stavros Halkius. Okay. I'm a huge fan. Uh, He has a special. He has, I think, a couple specials on YouTube now. Uh And then Nicole Byers. Okay. She came out with a special on Netflix a couple years ago, and it was perfect. Laughter throughout the whole special. So those are some new faces if you guys are interested. Was that the pandemic special? Yeah, she did talk about the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome and perfect. Shout out to her. She's great. Um, okay, uh, this is P- uh, Pizza Johnny. I'm just trying to get in. Uh, keep your text coming if you want to join the conversation. 971-220-5979. We're here talking with Davy Kirsch, uh, local Portland comedian. We've got Dr. J and Rosie Cheeks here. Uh, GT is, I think, still here. He might have left. I don't know. Um, but we are at the Slingshot Lounge on beautiful, in beautiful southeast Portland. The date is November 9th. If that's the, the date on your calendar, please text us or come say hello. 971-220-5979. Any questions for Portland comedian Davey Kerr? She also happens to be a dancer, a stripper. What do you, what would, what's it, if someone asks you what your job, your day job is, what, what do you say? How do you? I'm a, I'm a stripper. I was just thinking about, exotic dancer and mm. i i don't like it i think mm-hmm. erotic dancer if you have to would be more accurate not mm-hmm. all of us are exotic okay <laughs> i used to work with a 26 year old uh stripper named farah who had only god can judge me tattooed let's just say on her lower stomach above a certain part of her anatomy i'm uh-huh. like yeah that's not exotic she was homegrown okay <laughs> that was homegrown we love we love homegrown <laughs> um stripper is fine for me okay I, stripper um all right do you dr j do you do you like to go to strip clubs i enjoy it uh adult entertainment like umbrella uh-huh. Uh, exotic dancers or strippers or <laughs> dancers or uh-huh. yeah, I'm great with it. I was just saying, I think uh-huh. uh, I've done a stripper like bar crawl like for my birthday. Like we're going to mm-hmm. three spots tonight. 
uh-huh. we mentioned a club earlier. I was like, I think the last time I was there was part of that okay. night for my birthday. And there's a club around town that it does a karaoke night one day a week. So mm-hmm. like you can get on stage with a stripper and like sing a karaoke track. Um, and go at it. So oh yeah, it's it, it's a time in Portland. Oh yes, yeah. if you if you think it in Dream it, yeah. it, 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 it's probably here in some capacity. And, <laughs> and that's Stripperoki at Devil's Point. Is that uh-huh. correct? I've seen signs for that on I've Mondays, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I gotta check that out. That I I wanna I wanna force a stripper to strip to I don't know what's a good karaoke. What's your favorite karaoke track, everyone? <laughs> my my go to is Get On Up, Sex Machine by uh-huh. James Brown. Nice. I think it's about like two dozen different words, so you really can't, you know, mess uh-huh. it up too much. Yeah. It gets people going a little bit, yeah. you know. It's like doing tequila. That's kind of provocative. That'd be the know? next step. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is. But uh yeah. Stripper Oki, go do Stripper Oki. Okay, um, this is a joke sent in by Denver Dan. Uh, Denver Dan, Dr. J is here. Dr. J, Denver Dan is texting. Denver Dan, I can't wait to meet you. <laughs> he says, uh, joke, uh, this is a joke. Question, what does a stripper do with her a-hole before work? And the <laughs> what? What is it? Do you want to read the answer? Baby. She drops him off at band practice. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I love That's that. That's a good one. I love that. Oh my god! I used to be with a drummer in a metal band, and he told <laughs> that me is good. He told me a really funny joke. Damn. Where he said, "What do you What do you call a drummer without a girlfriend? Homeless." <laughs> And then a year later, he moved in with uh, me and my mom. So it stopped being funny, I guess, at that point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you were just warning me. That wasn't a ha-ha. Oh. That's the best part of comedy, right? <laughs> Where it really just hits home. really gets you. You're like, ah, I've been there. I've been there. Have, wait, have you ever heard that joke, Davey? What does a stripper do? It, I, I don't know if I – what does a stripper do with her asshole before work? She, she drops him off, off at band, band practice. practice. That is yeah. so good. Hey, ladies. So good. La- ladies, gentlemen, and, and NB strippers, <laughs> please, you can do better. You got to love yourself. You uh, don't need to be a stripper to afford your your broke man uh-huh. habit. You just, I'm sorry. I, I see so many of like the hottest chicks ever, and they have all these rich guys wrapped around their finger. Meanwhile, they have a dude at home just playing video games, not working. Uh-huh. He's like, babe, he, she comes home from a hard day work. He's like, babe, what's for dinner? And he's been sitting at home all day. I'm just like, God, that's really? so sad. Yeah. Wait, can, can we what's ask? Love? Can we ask you, Davey, what is, what's your current, like, uh, situation? Are you, are you, like, married or any? I'm engaged, actually. Oh. Shout out, shout out to my king. Uh, Congrats. Yeah, it's pretty I great. It's and, and he, it's the first, first guy I've ever been with that's not a broke boy, and it's pretty nice. Oh, so, so you, you took your own advice. Oh, yeah. My whole life has been, it's been me. Me uh picking up the tab until now, so shout out to him. He's great. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And he's cool with you dancing? Like, wh- how does he feel about uh, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was already doing it before he met me, so it, it was kind of like part of the package deal. Like, this uh-huh. is what, this is what's up. This is what I do. If any guy, it, if anyone wants you to quit your job stripping, they better be like giving you an allowance or something. Cause yeah, I'm like, no, I, I went to community college. I am not getting a be- better gig than this. Okay. 
I used to be a social worker. I had to work ten times as hard for a quarter of the pay. So interesting. Yeah. So t- if you're a social worker, you work ten times as hard as a stripper for a quarter of the pay. Yeah. Don't. This okay. is what if this, if you want to help people. You, uh-huh. you need I, anyone who's a social worker. You are you are an earth angel, okay? Because uh-huh. you are sacrificing a good quality of life to help people who don't even want your help. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like. But anyway, keep keep on keeping on if that's your life path. Because okay, if you're getting into heaven if that's real. No, I I I know some social workers. I I think there I think there's like, it just depends on the situation. Honestly, no, you're right. Um. Anyways, I help ex- more people uh, getting naked on stage. You're here. <laughs> um, okay, we're helping wherever we can. You know? Excellent joke, uh, Denver Dan. But <laughs> keep them coming if you have jokes. Uh, um, okay, uh, let me see. This is a text. It says, "Love me my Thursday nights." Uh, X-ray FM, listening from Nehalem. Oh, there we go on a real radio. In a cozy log cabin. Thank you for the smiles. That makes me smile that to know that there's someone on the coast listening on a real radio. I don't know why it matters to me, but um, I love the Oregon coast. I feel like right now, especially like it's a it's it's like a, a cold and dark place, but it must be so cozy in a log cabin. Arthur, there. when was yeah. the last time you were on the coast or visited? Uh, this summer, I think I went down there, like early summer, like June, June. When was the last time you were on the coast? I can't even remember. Am I? No, it was on like Valentine's Day this year. It's been oh. a minute. Yeah. It's, Cute. Pr- it's pretty fun to go down there in the winter because it's like super dark and, and crazy and, but no one's down there. It's pretty fun. Uh, I, we've been talking about doing a show for, uh, from Manzanita. There's like a, a couple bars there and, uh, going down there because we have like a, a, antenna for some reason on the coast so oh nice we have a we have a listener i was gonna say sex drugs and basketball will be had (laughs) yeah we'll play basketball on the coast nice Um, dude yeah i do i I love one of my favorite towns in oregon is astoria that although i don't think our signal goes anywhere near there but i love astoria have you been to astoria no i i've been to the southern oregon coast and I absolutely love it. I was on a little road trip. Uh, I'm from the Northern California coast. Shout out Mendocino okay. and Fort Bragg. Cool place. Uh, so I've, I've driven like up the 101 back to Portland. Uh-huh. And my favorite part that I was not expecting is that the forest goes like right up until the beach. There's like a uh-huh. dense forest. Yeah. yeah. It goes right to the beach. So it's not the same as like California in that respect. You got mm-hmm. the forest like on the beach. Very cool. That's a good way to describe it. It's the thing about the Oregon coast that people like never fully understand, I think, is like the weather is like really cold and wet there most of the time. But then every once in a while there's beautiful days. And like people go out there on a beautiful day and they're like, Why aren't there more houses and towns out here? And they d- they don't realize Why? how cold and brutal it can be my favorite memory of like the oregon coast like recognizing it how different it is it reminds me of grade school science books like Uh ecosystems and when they Uh get to the coastal one yeah there's tide pools and tall grass like birds and fish and crustaceans like that's what the oregon like the northwest coast is like it's abundant with and tide pools nothing's better than a tide pool are you serious 
abundant. That, that 101 drive is beautiful. It's really great if you can do a stretch of it from like California to Oregon. Yeah, it's really incredible. Nice. Um, all right. Well, shout out to the coast. Anyone else listening besides? All right. Thank you for the listener from uh, Nihalem. Is that where you're listening from? Um, okay. This is a, a, a fairly long text. I'll read it though because it's right up my alley. It says, Arthur, if you don't like wackadoodle doodle psychedelic movies, Holy Mountain might not be for you, but you should see uh, Jordowski's, I know who that is, Jordowski's Dune, yes, a doc about the unmade film he made. Um, I haven't seen that. That sounds interesting. Um, and then it says, my partner and I went through and reviewed all of the basketball court designs today. Have you checked on them? Um, the, this person's, uh, it's true, we haven't talked much about basketball. It is, the NBA has this new thing where they're doing an in-season tournament and so they have new court designs, which are very weird. Um, and so this texture says they are interesting, but some real design flops. My favorite was Miami. Close second was the New Orleans. This write-in does not represent how I feel about basketball teams. Okay. Um, and have, that, uh, do you, do you want to say something, Dr. I was going to say, have they done the city jerseys yet too? Do they the, do the city design jerseys yeah. at the same time as the courts? I think, during the in season, the NBA Cup, I think it's called. Yeah, the NBA, NBA Cup. It's this whole thing. It, the, Brilliant name. Apparent. The reason that the discussion that I have heard amongst like basketball people is that some of the court designs are 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 really bad because you can't really see the basketball. So you're watching the game and the court is the same hue as the basketball. It's like really dark or something, which is a big problem. Like they need to they need to not do that anymore. Um, but otherwise, I think it's sort of interesting. I mean, I I love NBA basketball. It's my favorite thing to watch. I I've been watching games. Uh, I I could I I uh, the in season tournament is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, but I I don't remember which courts I liked. I did hear some talk about how some of the courts you can't see the basketball, which seems like a problem. Oh no, you need to make the basketball yeah. the opposite color as the yeah. court. Like that should yeah. be what you have your eyes on, right? I, I don't know anything about sports. I'm just trying to interject myself <laughs> in the conversation. Good, that's good. That's a good. You've now talked about if the court yeah. is, it should be complementary colors. If the court yeah. is purple, the basketball should be yellow. Uh-huh. It just. I don't really understand how. I think I don't understand how it happened. So, we're GT, we're talking about the in-season tournament. and They changed the basketball designs. Oh, yeah. Have you watched any of that? Yeah, I mean, I saw the. I've only seen the the Portland version, and it is. Uh, it's busy, over the top, yeah. a little bit. A little busy, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Anyways, this texter also said, I ended up listening to Acid King from last week's show, and I really enjoy it. Reminds me a lot of Electric Wizard. Any other recommendations? I love Acid King. I, I, I couldn't, they were playing last week in Portland. Um, really great band. Um, but, uh, um, I mean, um, Sleep, if you like that kind of like, sort of heavy stoner rock stuff sleep is really good that's what i thought when like, you mentioned holy mountain i was uh-huh. like the sleep in town i was like oh wait no yeah mind. sleep is like the, the ultimate stoner rock band to my to my nice know. do you know sleep you know no, that the only one i know is tool and i uh-huh. dope smoker i'm not yeah gonna, i'm not gonna comment on how i feel about tool but a <laughs> lot of guys have explained to me why it's good um, Why tool is good? Yeah, you gotta listen. Yeah, you just no, no, you don't like it. You just gotta like He's understand. Got, you already know that you like it. You just haven't listened. Listen. Well, well here's the here's the thing. So, 
Um, <laughs> um, the, I mean, guys are always yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to. I was looking up um, dope smoker. Okay, this is this, this is this is sleep wrote this song that is over an hour long. That is just this epic like. Uh, I, I love this song so much. I'm just gonna play it while we're talking because it's it's just like guitars. Okay. Um, Am I allowed to talk over? Yeah, it? Yeah, we can talk over it. Can I the, just answer a question that I saw? I think we missed. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Somebody asked how you come up with a stripper name. Mm-hmm. List of dog names, baby. Look up the list of dog <laughs> names. Trixie, Coco. Do you? I'm I'm I started out as Stella and now I'm Charlie. So I heard your first pet. <laughs> oh yeah, my first pet. Yeah, yeah. You come uh-huh. up. You know the old thing. You come up with your stripper name by. Yeah. Childhood Street is the last name, and then the your the pet pet's name, the first name plus tra- mine is Fluffy Bush. <laughs> <laughs> what would yours Fluffy be? Fluffy Bush. Wait, Sam, your childhood pet's name. Uh huh. And yeah. then the last name is the street you grew up on. Uh, oh, that's pretty good. Pincher Point. Yeah. Woo! I had a cat named Pincher. <laughs> mine, mine would have been uh, Jasmine I, Buttercup. Jasmine Buttercup is Jasmine beautiful. Jasmine Buttercup is uh-huh. beautiful. Hyper feminine. I love it. Bear Larkspur. Okay. Yeah. You guys are like no, actually very fitting for your aesthetic. I like it. Um. Okay, just I'm gonna turn this off in a second, but this is this is the bit this is the song Dope Smoker that I was talking about is playing under us. Um, okay, this is a question for you, Davey. Um, do you see more coworkers who are exclusively analog strippers, or do most professionals also do online content or cam stuff? Also, I I just want to say I had no idea what you meant by analog strippers, and then. Now I do when you diversify yeah. your section. Yeah. So you're yeah. like acoustic because you're only <laughs> doing it. There's no digital like involved. I get it. Right. I would say a lot of my coworkers have realized that it is extremely hard to develop an online following. Some people just have a knack and I have like dabbled in OnlyFans and I have to say it was really hard because I don't have an online following already. And I make a lot much, I make a lot more money being anonymous at the club. And I think a lot of people, you know, that stuff is up there forever. And sometimes your haters can find it. Not going to go into detail, (laughs) but sometimes the haters can find your content. So you just got to be okay with that if you're going to digitize your, your sex work profile. Good good point. Good point. That was a good question though. Great question. I like, I like the analog, and then you said acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> You're like an acoustic stripper if you <laughs> if you don't have an online. I'm presence. fully acoustic, unplugged, baby. <laughs> unplugged. You're unplugged. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is uh, okay. I'm going to try to power through some of these texts because we're we're getting behind. Um, and I keep the text coming nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. We've got. Davey Kirsch here, Portland comedian. Um, we've got GT from the Good Foot and uh, Dr. J and Rosie Cheeks is here. Are you, do you as Rosie Cheeks? Are, do you speak on in the air? <laughs> sure. What's up? Oh, Miss Rosie Cheeks over here. Miss Rosie. Wait. Okay. You choose. <laughs> I feel like last time you were here, you didn't want to speak because yes, Graham. but now you are speaking. <laughs> I'm happy to have you. Do you have any questions for Davey? 
since we're since you're here. Not you don't have to. I just you know. I have so many questions. I'm just scared on the mic. Oh, that's okay. It's <laughs> okay. You can ask me after the show if you're more comfortable. <laughs> that's understandable. Real quick, I just have to say, shout out to the Slingshot Lounge where we're at right now. That's what it's called, right? Yes, Slingshot Lounge. Because I'm eating a bowl of their soup of the day. It's a minestrone, and it's not what I expected. It's like lasagna in a bowl, and they gave me a little piece of bread, <laughs> and I'm just I so happy. I And it was only, it was very cheap. It was probably like a third of what I would have paid for. Like, incredibly good value, delicious food. You got to come here for lunch wow. and a cocktail. See? Unsolicited praise. Yeah. It's true. Deserving. <laughs> um, it is. It's cozy and warm out here. Question. After show question and answer. <laughs> There's a whole after show question and answer if you're here in person. That's that's true. That's wow. true. Wow. I do have a question. Yes. Oh. Uh, were you more nervous to do stand up for the first time or dance for the first time? Oh, good, oh, good question. Oh, stand up. Yeah, stand up I was more nervous for. I was I would be like shaking before my first open mic and I, and I bombed way worse on my first strip club audition. I'll tell you that much. It was not good. Uh and in fact I was rejected for many clubs before I finally got hired at the Condor Club in San Francisco. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Hungry Eye was my first club I worked at in San Francisco. It is shut down now. Uh, one time I was in the VIP and a cockroach crawled across my leg. So <laughs> good riddance, kill it with fire. But yes, stand up, uh, it's, it's a lot. I would say it is a lot more nerve wracking to do something that you've actually worked on really hard that could be rejected. Uh huh. As opposed to just taking my clothes off. Uh-huh. I mean, now I go to the gym, but when I was 22, I just would roll up in there <laughs> after just, you know, eating 10 bags of Doritos. Okay. <laughs> it was more low effort, I would say. So, um, <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never really, I mean, the audition process to work at a strip club, you just, walk in you're like hey i want to work here and then how does it what happens so it depends on where you live in portland yeah usually you call in obviously they need like an id to make sure you're old enough and then you audition and they either tell you yes or no Mm -hmm. um some clubs in portland there's different types of beauty and i feel like more i'm sure there's a couple exclusive places but a lot of places are very open to like different body types and different like aesthetics and stuff which i love that's part of the reason why i moved here Uh because i was working in san francisco and it was like i'm tatted up you know what i mean yeah i have curly hair Believe it or not, that was enough for me to be considered, like, too alternative to work in a lot of places in San Francisco. So, uh, boo on everyone who's ever rejected me. I've been rejected by a lot of clubs, (laughs) all in California, Uh and it does suck because they'll make you wait to audition. They saw what I looked like, Uh and then I get up on stage and I audition, and then they're like, actually, we're full. And I'm like, didn't you know you were full before I got on stage? Right. Like, just tell me I'm ugly. <laughs> no. Ugh. No. But honestly, yeah, it does suck. It It is not that fun to be a dancer auditioning in pretty much every place except for Portland, Oregon, where they're very accepting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If that answers your question. Um, good question, though. Um, okay, let me let me read some more texts because uh, we're getting a little behind. Uh, 
Pizza Johnny says, good people of uh, Nehalem Bay and Manzanita, can I come camp in your yard in my school bus? Good question. Uh, yeah, if we do that, if we do the show from the coast, Pizza Johnny is threatening to bring please, his famous please, bus please, down please, there. Please, please. Um, Doctor J, saying please. Does it have a brick pizza oven in it or what? Nehalem Bay ch- State or Park what? is cheap. Yeah, look, please. Beautiful. There you go, State Park. Um, okay, this is a joke uh, from uh, Denver Dan. Another joke. It says joke. Uh, how to find your stripper name? Take your sister's first name <laughs> and her last name. <laughs> <laughs> your sister sounds cool. <laughs> That's funny. You could do. You could exchange it with like your mom too. I, I think it would be a good like your mom joke. It's funny how Denver. Yeah, it's true. It's take. I think take your mother's first name and her last name. <laughs> yeah, it's better yeah. than sister. But I like how Denver Dan has at least two stripper jokes at the ready. Show um, to Denver Dan's sister. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, simply the best by Tina Turner. I I think that was a that was a response to a question about a song that now it's been it's gone past. Uh, Cascade Head is one of my favorite spots to hike. They spent a picture of Cascade Head. Yeah, the Oregon coast is strikingly beautiful. If you're lucky enough to be there on a sunny day. Then, then you're really gonna see some beauty. Yeah, I thought real Oregonians love it when it's like overcast. And yeah, like mildly wet. Yeah, it's precipitation. A, yeah, there's a lot of. Some people go out there to watch the storms. I hear. Um, okay, this says uh, Child's uh, Child Center got a new court design uh, for the remix. Dude told me it's the sport Portland skyline. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, that was Hot Dog texted that in. The Child Center, which is up in North Portland, is where at the University of Portland they're hosting the the Rip City Remix, which is the like sort of the the G League team, um, which is actually kind of awesome that we have that in Portland now. Um, I haven't. I've been. Are there talks of a WNBA team here too? Yeah. Then apparently it got the owner backed out. Yeah, there was like a issue. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but it got it. it they decided they couldn't do it. No, I feel like the WNBA would be so popular here. People would, would make a point yeah. to go like show up for it. I would. Um, I agree. Totally. Maybe the women aren't tall enough here, or something. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> um, um, this is Chiba Hut says my stripper name is White Lightning Wedgewood. I like it. Wow. Good one. Um, Wedgewood. Mm. This is uh, then my stripper. There's another texture says my stripper name would be Dog Rutherford. Rutherford. Dog Rutherford. Dog Rutherford. Uh, thanks for the recommendation. I'll dive into sleep a bit more. Yeah, I also like um, if you like that kind of music. Monster Magnet is a good band uh, to listen to, uh, and Black Sabbath. Obviously, if you have if you don't listen to Black Sabbath, then classic classic uh um okay uh this is a text that says i was reading about how all the nba stuff merchandise jerseys paint etc changes so frequently that no one builds any kind of brand or lineage with their teams anymore uh i don't know about that i still think that the logo i mean the i the reason they change it is because they're trying to like sell more merch I, I think what, what the total money that the NBA makes compared to other major sports leagues in this country, uh-huh. I think what is the MLB is one of the most, like one of the largest 
like uh-huh. MLB, like iconography and merch, they and the TV rights. They they make uh-huh. so much money off of MLB, and NBA's got a smaller cut of the pie in this country for sure. Really? So, uh-huh. Yeah, let them change it up and try and sell as it's much as possible. So much <laughs> more fun to watch basketball. It as really somebody is. who does not like watching sports. Uh, I used to play softball because I'm not very athletic, and they put me in the outfield. So I understand baseball, and uh, it's just not. It's like watching golf. It's just. It's like maybe more meditative for like old guys who still have basic cable. But the basketball is super fun to watch. It's action packed. I don't understand why. It's real exciting. It's so exciting. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. I agree. I mean, it's the sport that I love to watch. It's why we call this sex, drugs, and basketball. Um, okay, this is a joke uh, texted in um, uh, by Electromagnetic. It says, where does a polar bear keep its money? Where, where at? In a snowbank. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, okay, um... This is Dr. I mean, uh, Denver Dan says Cascade Head sounds like one of Dr. J's sex nights. <laughs> Did you hear that, Dr. J? I missed it one more time. <laughs> so we were talking about Cascade Head. Um, oh, on, yeah, on the, on the coast. And yeah. he said Cascade Head sounds like one of Dr. J's sex like, nights. Like, drop a dose or two, watch the sunset on the beach, like, make sure you have a hot tub room, <laughs> bring the massage oil, and like, yeah, it sounds like a great time on the coast. Cascade Head. Cool, one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, just so you know, so like I had turned down the sound on Dope Smoker, but it's been playing steadily, and it's still on. This is this is that song now. It just keeps building into this awesome song. Love it. It's just an hour of this. Okay, but I'm not gonna play Dope Smoker. Um, I'm gonna play, um, uh, we love to play bands that are playing in town this week, and I have to look and see who I had on my, in the, um, uh, okay, uh, so there's a band, um, uh, there's a band called, or I guess it's a performer called, um, Fever Ray, who is playing in town, um, that looks kinda interesting, um, I believe it is on Saturday night though I'll have to look up I'll have to look it up after but uh this is Fever Ray um uh this is their song
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. Okay, we are back. This is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. We've only got a few more minutes left. Um, that was Fever Ray, who are playing. Um, they're playing at the Roseland at um, on Sunday night. Uh, just so you know, that's 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 what's up with that band. Um, we've been we've kept Debbie Davy Kirsch uh, way longer than I told her that we were going to. But thank you so much, Davy, for joining us. Um, and. Tell us where we can see you and what's up with your, how we can find more of your comedy. Okay, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I've been having a great time. Uh, yeah, so please follow me on uh, all social media at D-E-V-I-K-I-R-S-C-H, David Kirsch. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a podcast called Stripper Eye for the Pathetic Guy. Oh, I have like wow. four or five episodes out on all platforms, so follow that it's super funny it's where we try to help guys we try to solve you know male uh-huh. issues most of the time it's a male comedian and me and another stripper trying to help him to this be less pathetic fun. oh yeah stripper eye for the pathetic guy yeah okay. we're trying to solve problems because like strippers have a unique perspective on guys we're willing to like say things that i think a lot of you know, women and other people might not want to say to someone's face, but we don't really care. So we'll just say it. <laughs> so it, it's been really great. If anyone wants a guest, just email me at stripper at gmail.com. You can like questions uh-huh. are welcome. Is it I, I, like the letter I or? stripper I as an eyeball. eyeball stripper. stripper I. I. Yeah. As in like kind of like queer eye. That's the basic format, but it's stripper eye for the pathetic guy. Um, so. Someone just, before you go, someone texted, I love Davy's podcast. Could you guys ask her about where her concept was for Stripper Eye for the Pathetic Guy? It's a hilarious <laughs> podcast. Oh, thank you. So basically when I first started dancing, I had a lot of customers who were real pathetic but th- there was not – I think that they were <laughs> That's good. That's what – like guys do not want to think that strippers – look at them as pathetic. Well, but the thing was, I helped them to be less pathetic uh-huh, by being honest uh-huh. with them, uh-huh. and I convinced one of my customers to go to rehab. He was wow. a handsome dude who was just totally undateable, and then he ended up being normal. I had a dude who was thought he was legitimately dating every stripper, and I had to explain to him that it was a fantasy, and then I taught him how to talk to women, and he's he dated a bunch, and he's married now. Wow. And I was like, maybe there's wow. something to this that through honesty and uh-huh. having honest, candid conversation, guys can stop being incels and actually like become dateable guys, because you know, women and, and just people who date guys, we're looking for just uh, somebody who is confident in who they are. We don't need someone to be a perfect 10 out of 10. We don't need someone to be rich. We don't even need someone to have a amazing personality. <laughs> Standards are not that high. All you have to do is be somebody that people are comfortable around and somebody will love you. I promise. So uh-huh. that's the point of the show. We're just trying to help. So what a great idea. Wow. Thank I you love so this. Much. Um, well, I'm sorry we didn't bring that up earlier because that's such a cool podcast, but we will definitely 
next show. Yeah, next time. Uh, I hope you'll come back, Davey, and uh, and I'm definitely going to listen to this podcast. I'm always looking for a good podcast. So, all right. Strip. Can you can you find it on like on iTunes? Or we're whatever? on iTunes and we're on Spotify and I believe we're on like Google Podcasts and okay. every platform. So awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, thank you, Davey Kirsch. Um, there's uh, um, someone texted and said, Arthur, Davey, uh, thank you for chatting today. Good luck, and I hope you make bank, Davey. There you <laughs> thank go. Thank you very much. Um, and then uh, someone said, uh, hey, Arthur, remember, uh, K- K- I think it was Kaya. K- I don't know how you pronounce it, the band, Kruss, um, or Kuss. They have some bangers. Yeah. I know that band. They were like an original stoner band. I, I, for, I never got into them, but I know that, I know that they're supposedly a good one. Um, uh, um, what someone says, watching basketball, does anyone else get irritated with all the sneaker squeak sounds? It's just (laughs) part of the game. It's a good question, though. I know people actually love the squeaker sneak. Like, that's, people go to games just for that. It makes them feel comfortable. It it's it's it sort of means there. It's like the speed. It, like if you were to watch me and my t- like I play in an over forty league, <coughs> you don't hear a lot of squeaker sneaks <coughs> when we're playing. Squeaker it, sneaks. Squeakers. We, we can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. Squeaker squeaks. It's squeak, like it's it's that the athlete. The, that's what I love about basketball is the athletes are so good out there. They're moving so fast and <coughs> doing things that are so. When I play, my squeak, my sneakers are not squeaking. <coughs> okay, uh, next text. Triangle Walks is such a great song from Fever, Fever Ray. Oh, <coughs> don't know that song. Um, <coughs> I thought it was going to be like a joke about triangles walking to a bar or something. Um, okay, uh, anything else you want to promote, Davey, before we say goodnight? Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, listen to the pod, and email me, stripperi at gmail.com, if you want me to answer a question on the pod or if you'd like to be a guest. Very cool. Thank you, guys. Um, all right. Well, we're going to say goodnight to Davey Kirsch. Uh, thank you to the Slingshot Lounge. Follow <coughs> follow us on Instagram. Thank you, GT. Anything you want to say before we say goodnight? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Um, I have something in my throat. Are you, are you